Parents of Reddit, how did your son or daughter's significant other win you over? There are enough threads about how you ended up hating your son's girlfriend or daughter's boyfriend, but what have they done to gain your support? When I was in 10th grade, a guy I liked came over. My dad heard him playing guitar, and apparently that's all it takes for my dad to fall in love. That was the only time we hung out. I'm 31. He still asks about that guy. I was supposed to be one of those good Asian daughters that didn't date until I finished college. I got rebellious in sophomore year and decided to keep dating the guy who took me to winter formal. Mom actually liked him. Dad refused to acknowledge him. One day, my dad mentioned he got a new car stereo and he was going to take it to Best Buy to have it installed. Boyfriend said, nope, let me handle it, and spent an entire Saturday afternoon installing the radio and cleaning up the wires in his dash. Dad loved him afterwards, basically treated him like his own son. Parents didn't even bat an eye afterwards when we started living in sin a couple of years later, but by that time he was an engineer, we were engaged, and I couldn't give a rat's behind. I had been casually seeing a guy for a couple of weeks when one night we were out to dinner and I was having a particularly homesick night. I lived 15 hours from my family, and at this point I hadn't seen him in over 8 months. He joked and said that we should drive home and surprise my mom for Mother's Day that weekend. The next day, we were in the car driving. I've never seen my parents so surprised. Also a little worried, I think their initial thoughts were that something had gone terribly wrong and I was there to deliver the news. My parents have loved him ever since. Won my significant other's dad over by shaving him. We had a not-too-close relationship, always quite distant. After he suffered a stroke and was hospitalized, he couldn't move too well. And as he did not want to be washed and shaved by the nurses, and my significant other was not able to do this, it was my duty. Even though we couldn't really talk, I knew I got his approval. He said, take good care of her, and he died a few days later. On the bright side, this person has posted an update and says, yes, I'm still together with the girl. Real family with two kids now. Not quite what was asked, but I knew I was there with my significant other's folks when her dad stopped giving me room temperature beers from the pantry and started giving me cold beers from the fridge. Upon meeting my teenage daughter's significant other, she was always embarrassed by me at that time. So she says, Dad, are you drunk? It's the middle of the day, and of course I wasn't drunk. I hesitate for a moment and then just answer, yes. Her new significant other looks at me completely straight-faced and says, same. Sense of humor wins me over. I won my boyfriend's, now husband's, parrots over by throwing a party. It was his birthday and I had gotten a good number of people to show up for a surprise party. He was on the phone with his parents when he walked in and everyone yelled, SURPRISE! He got all teary-eyed and told his parents, I have to go. It's a surprise party. I didn't know I had so many friends. For good measure, I sent them photos of the party as well. His mom particularly liked the set of photos that showed my SO and friends battling a bomb-shaped grill that apparently caught on fire and exploded. Apparently, making my SO smile. It seems that it was pretty rare enough for her mother to actually be surprised to see her smile. And now my top comment is about my wife. I'm the significant other of the daughter in this story. My girlfriend's dad basically hated me until the time we drove together down to Monterey from Austin and had to make conversation for seven hours and pretend it wasn't awkward. He's an engineer, so I went with that and casually mentioned my desire to get a small CNC lathe for metal fabrication, or possibly build a basic XY controller to attach to a traditional lathe. Turns out his final project for graduation at college was to build a CNC lathe. We nerded out and started discussing the pros and cons of stepper motors versus servos, then the conversation moved to Arduinos, and the rest is history. Now we get along handsomely, and it makes my girlfriend very uncomfortable. My good friend got dumped by his girlfriend halfway through college after she cheated on him. Her dad called and said, My daughter is a freaking moron. You know there's always so-and-so, her one-year younger sister. Pecan pie. Yes, fixing computers helped. Yes, him being a nice guy helped. But I swear, my husband won over my entire family and extended family on his pie alone. Quote from every family meal ever before we got married. Is your boyfriend coming? Is he bringing that pecan pie? 
now that we are married, hey, where's this pecan pie? You know you married a winner there. He makes great pies. My significant other bonded with my dad immediately by their mutual hatred of my older sister's ex-boyfriend, baby daddy. Actually, my younger sister also had a trash can of a BF at the time. So when my significant other showed up with a car, a stable job, and actually treated me with respect, it was like a miracle. I'll tell you the story of how my husband won over my dad. My dad has a sailboat, which he's kind of crazy about. My husband has a background in naval architecture. We went to visit my dad, and while we were on his boat in the marina, the guy in the slip next to us runs over. My boat is taking on water! Come help me bail it out! Don't worry, responds my father. My son-in-law is a naval architect. Something to note at this point in the story, my now husband and I had only been dating for like 8 months. We weren't even close to getting engaged, let alone married. But now all of a sudden, boyfriend is a son-in-law. So, now husband just goes with it. Sure, I, the son-in-law, will see if I can help. He gets on the guy's boat and sees that there's water seeping through the floorboards. He thinks this is weird given that the pump is going and the boat isn't listing or anything. So he gets down, sticks his finger in the water, and licks it. It's fresh water, now husband says. Your bilge is leaking. Did you remember to turn the hose off after you finished filling up your freshwater tank? And that, my friends, is how my husband became a legend at Dad's Marina and my dad's favorite person of all time. Edit, because, despite being with my husband for almost 10 years now, I still know nothing about naval architecture. I know the exact moment I won my wife's family over. I could see it in her father's eyes. It was high school, before we started dating. The first time I went over to her house, actually. Her father and two brothers were all pretty tall, and I'm average height. It's a very alpha male household, and they have this thing they like to do to potential boyfriends. So when my wife left the room to go to the bathroom or whatever, all three of them stood, lined up shoulder to shoulder, and loomed over me, blank-faced, glaring down, no words, no motion, just staring and looming. I found out later that her last boyfriend almost cried when they did this to him. I've always been really socially awkward, but an odd part of that awkwardness is that I'm never intimidated by people. I don't know why, but they just don't frighten me. I slowly stood up, looking them all in the eye, and then poked her dad right in the tummy. I said, boop. He stared for a second, and then a giant grin split his face. It turns out that he's a massive goofball. From that moment on, I was a member of the family. The whole dating and marriage thing was just a formality to them. My ex's father did something similar. I met the entire family except the father who was working offshore. Then he came home one week and we were spending at her parents' place. We'd been there a while, had dinner, and I was talking to my ex's brother. Suddenly, everyone goes quiet and he's home now. All right, I thought, time to man the heck up. He enters, gives his wife and son some love, then his daughter, my ex, before he turns on to me. He stares me up and down and I say, hello, sir, nice to finally meet you, and extend my hand for a handshake. He takes it and grips it a bit harder than normal firm shakes. I squeeze just as much back, and that was that. Afterwards, my ex and her mother tells me how they've seen him do that to other guys my ex had brought home, and how they saw him deflate while looking me up and down, mostly up, I'm 6'7", and that the handshake sealed the deal. I wasn't completely convinced, but later that year, at Christmas, after dinner on Christmas Day, he came with beers and cognac, poured one for everyone and put the bottle on the table, saying something like, just pour yourself another when you want. Now, I'm more of a whiskey guy, but cognac is good too, and I was getting a bit of a buzz, so I took him up on it. As soon as he sees me reach for the bottle, he goes, that's a good lad. How about you, son? To his son. And the son slash brother-in-law goes, nah, I'm good with the strong stuff for now. Which launches the father into a joking tirade on how his son-in-law is a better drinker than his own son. That's when I knew. My ex later told me, we split on good terms, that her father had almost went ballistic when she told them we split up. I'm a martial arts instructor, among other things. I caught my daughter's boyfriend looking at my belt rack, 5th degree black belt, and trophies from when I was much younger. And he said, are all those yours? Yep. So you know how to throw someone? Yep. Could you teach me? 
How much of a setup did I need? I took him into the backyard and threw his skinny butt around for about 45 minutes. And every time he hit the ground, he got back up with a huge smile and said, That was awesome! Show me how! So I took him to class with my daughter and had her practice throws on him. He never complained, never flinched, and never whined. After class, I told my daughter I liked him. So she broke up with him. So close! My wife won my parents over easily. Preface, had an old Rottweiler named Max that was young at heart but clearly showing his age. My previous girlfriends never petted him or gave him attention. He didn't crave it, but he wanted to be acknowledged. Fast forward a few years, and I bring my girlfriend, now wife, home for Christmas break. I introduce her to Max, and she immediately sat on the floor and rubbed him, petted him, and just gave him love that no other girlfriend gave him. I hadn't seen his little nub wag so quickly in a long time. He ended up falling asleep with his head in her lap. Max is no longer with us, but at least I got his approval before he passed. I will never forget that day. I'm tearing up just thinking about it. I am so happy to be reading this story because I love dogs. I love the thought of just petting on dogs and being their friend and just having a dog's approval in the family is one of the most heartwarming experiences of all time. I have a huge smile on my face right now just reading that story. It was my parents actually. When my mom first met my dad, he was working in an auto body repair shop, actually really good at what he does. Well, to surprise my mom's dad, he borrowed my grandfather's 1968 SS Camaro, which had been nearly totaled in a car wreck a few years back, and completely repaired it. When they first met, my dad shook my grandfather's hand, said, Mr. Haynes, my name is Kevin. Why don't you come outside? His Camaro was sitting outside looking almost brand new. My mom says that that was the only time she has ever seen her dad cry. My fiancé went over my parents individually, but nothing beats my stepdad. My stepdad loves fun facts, and they're always fairly obscure, and I can never answer them, but that only makes it more fun for him. So the three of us, fiancé, stepdad, and I, are sitting around watching The Simpsons, and my stepdad goes, Who's that band? when Spanish Flea comes on. My fiancé immediately answers with, Herb Alpert and the Tuana Brass. My stepdad was dumbfounded, and I'm pretty sure that's when our relationship got a seal of approval. My wife's dad told me I'm the only boyfriend he ever liked. He said my strategy of whenever I would call to talk to her and he answered the phone, instead of just saying, is my wife there? Or can I talk to my wife? I would always say, hi, Mr. Her Dad. How are you? And make brief small talk before asking for her. It wasn't a strategy. It's just how I was raised and or Southern politeness, but it worked. As a Southerner myself, that's common courtesy. I worked in an ice cream shop with my current significant other and her mom came in one night. Without knowing it was her mom at the time, me being friendly, I struck up a conversation with her while I got her ice cream and food for her. Three months later, I started dating the girl I worked with, and I immediately recognized her mom when I met her for the quote-unquote first time. The first thing her mom said was, well, you already have my approval. I won over my now-wife's parents by being able to socialize with them even though we didn't share a common language. We ended up doing some sort of pseudo-charades in order to get things ready for her birthday celebrations. Then I ate some particularly spicy food, which was apparently made just for me. When I ate it and didn't keel over on fire, they thought I was brave enough for their daughter. When I expressed how delicious it was and picked up three more, they knew I was part of the family. Apparently fixing all of her family's computer and other technology-related problems doesn't help. In college, I was sleeping with my then-boyfriend in his bed, with his roommate also sleeping in the same room four feet away, and I wet the bed for the first time since I was out of diapers. I woke up early, and after realizing what happened, tried to sneak out of bed. He woke up to find me humiliated, shaking, and then bursting into tears. He assured me everything was okay, he knew it was an accident, he was still very attracted to me, and let me shower first. When I told my mom how he handled it, she was sold. Now I have to convince her my current boyfriend is just as great. Not a parent, but I'll talk about how my white as wonderbread significant other found some common ground with my Middle Eastern parents. Eating meals together is a really important part of my culture. My current SO was willing to try anything and everything my mom put in front of him. 
Maeso came from a household where his mother only ever cooked meat and potato types of meals, and they never ate out at restaurants, so he had a beginner's palate. Still, he tried everything from picked vegetables to rice with weird stuff in it, and even stews that looked like liquid poop. My mom is a sucker for anyone who will eat her food, so she started to like him a bit more after having him over for dinner. This story is about the little things. My now husband won over my mom forever when, after meeting for the first time at a college cocktail party, my parents were visiting for parents weekend, he put his jacket over my shoulders when we all went outside. It was a brisk fall day and I was in a dress. She has always said she liked him from that moment on. 33 years later, she wasn't wrong. My boyfriend won my dad over by taking me to several different doctor's offices when I was having medical issues about a month after we started dating. He also stayed calm enough to speak with my parents on the phone and tell them what was going on while I was freaking myself out too much to talk. My dad has always said he likes him well enough with previous boyfriends, but has told me several times he likes my current boyfriend a lot and thinks he's a good guy. My grandmother has never liked any of my boyfriends. She has always told me flat out that she didn't really like them, which hurt me immensely but wasn't really out of character. Pretty much nothing I pursued or achieved was good enough for her. I resigned myself to the fact that she would never like anyone I brought home. She never really warmed up to my mother, even though my mom is an amazing human being. No one was good enough for my dad in her mind. Then one day, she surprised me. After meeting my SO for the first time, she told me, Well, I didn't expect to like him, but I did. He looks at you when you speak, listens to what you say, and responds in a way that shows genuine interest. That was it. That's all a guy had to do in order to impress my grandmother. I'm slightly horrified that she didn't see those qualities in any of the other men I brought home. That happened six years ago, and my SO and I are married now, expecting our first child. According to my girlfriend, I won over her mother when I helped her grandfather get up and down after a surgery and offering to stop by and help him out for a few weeks. I just thought I was being polite. As a brother with a sister who has had a pretty awful selection of boyfriends, there has only been one who has impressed me. He didn't make some huge gesture or do me favors or try to win me over. He cared about her and stuck around. It took a while, but that's the only way he was ever going to get any trust or admiration. My now husband, David, and I met online and were in a long-distance relationship while I was in college near Duluth, Minnesota. We had never met in person before and I invited him to come see me. I told my mom about the meeting and she was really paranoid. Call me every day so I know you're alive type of thing. He came and we really hit it off and we were having a lot of fun. After day two, mom was convinced that he at least wasn't an axe murderer. And after a couple of more days, I decided that I was into him enough that he should meet my parents. I know, poor guy. But this was a good thing in the long run. So I invited them up on that Saturday. They picked us up and we all went out to lunch and made some polite conversation and we decided we should take a small trip to Split Rock Lighthouse, a famous lighthouse on Lake Superior about an hour from Duluth. I remember that I left my camera in my dorm so we swung by so I could pick it up. I left David in the car with my folks, alone for just a few minutes. While I was gone, my dad joked, quick, let's drive off, to which David, who has a very sarcastic dry wit, responded, I knew that one way or another this trip would end with me dead in the woods. There was a shocked pause and then my parents started cracking up. When I returned, it was clear the ice had broken, and they relayed what had been said to me. My mom was like, I think he'll fit right in. She often relayed the story, characterizing it as the moment she decided that David was right for me. Luckily, I agree. I am a white American man married to a Japanese woman. Here's the story of how I won over her dad, then got him to hate me, then won him back. While we were dating, I was living and working in Japan, and I won over her dad because I could tell puns in Japanese, his favorite style of humor, and because we shared common interests in films and music. We also just got along well in general. However, he was very old-fashioned, and so my then-girlfriend opted to not ever tell him that we were officially dating, even though it was obvious. My company ended up transferring me to Canada, so my girlfriend and I decided to get married in a hurry so she could go with me. When we announced this to her dad, his eyes instantly turned red as he realized his daughter was leaving the house and the country. Tearfully, he asked me what my plans were for my career, how I would take care of her, etc. Somehow, none of my answers seemed to please him, and the night ended with me feeling like I had screwed up pretty bad. 
He didn't speak to me for more than three weeks, and I knew he resented me for taking his daughter. Then my parents and three of my siblings came to Japan to be there when we signed the legal marriage documents, even though we were planning to have a real wedding one year later. Both families got together for a fancy, and my family saved my butt. They brought gifts for my future in-laws, told stories, jokes, and treated them like royalty. My future in-laws loved my family, and by the end of the week, I was newly married and my new wife's father treated me like a son of his own. We have gotten along famously ever since, and I credit that all to my amazing parents, brothers, and sisters. Funny end note, we had a real wedding one year later at my home in Chicago. My wife's father's speech ended up being the highlight of the night. It went something like this, paraphrasing. 150 years ago, Admiral Perry of the U.S. Navy came to Japan, pointed his ship's cannons at Tokyo, and demanded that Japan open itself to the West for trade. In much the same way, James came into our lives and pointed his cannons at my family. But just as the U.S. and Japan came to be close allies and friends, so too has James grown to be a close friend and member of our family. Everyone told me it was the best part of the wedding. My parents are pretty traditional and really like the idea of any potential boyfriends asking my dad's permission to date me. However, after three years of undergrad, living away from home, and inevitable casual boyfriends, they had kind of come to accept that this was not going to happen. I made this joke after a one-night stand made it clear he wanted to date me. We went on a few dates and things were progressing well. However, I was surprised one day to hear that my father and brother were coming to visit the city for a day. Turns out this guy had contacted my brother on Facebook and was taking him and my father out to lunch to ask permission to date me. This one-night stand is now my husband. My son's girlfriend won us over by helping us bring him back to dressing like a human being. Despite being an olive-skinned, thanks to my distant Italian relatives and my wife being Hispanic, middle-class boy from the suburbs, he dressed like a hardcore rapper. He looked ridiculous, as besides everything else, he was almost six feet tall, so sagging pants and shorts would have to be elephant-sized to work. I'm not sure why he went through that phase, as even during it he was fairly well-mannered. There's a lot of other reasons, not least of them being that she is the daughter of a childhood friend of my wife, and thus for the same ungodly remote town she's from, current population 150-ish. I cajoled and demanded, and he didn't change. She batted her eyelashes, and he did. She won him and us. This is a story from my significant other's parents. It was first year of university, and it's still summery outside. Every night for the first week here was drinking and partying on the quad and in the dorms. Well, at the time, I had met my significant other once in the hallway, and that was it. Well, one night, she goes out and gets blasted because her previous boyfriend was always partying despite her protests. Well, she nearly died of alcohol poisoning that night. She was rushed off to the hospital for detox and such. I had no idea this happened. I only saw the ambulance pull up to my dorm building. The next morning around 5am, she was knocking on my door still inebriated from the night before. I didn't understand anything she was saying because she just kept saying she woke up in a room, locked to a bed with needles in her arm. In a thick Slovakian accent too. She failed to mention that she was at the hospital. So I let her in my dorm, sat her on my bed, made her a cup of Earl Grey, and put Tarzan on my telly and had her watch it. Then I slowly tracked down her phone, wallet, and keys she had lost all over campus the night before. Then I bought her a giant 2-liter bottle of water and food. I brought her to her room and gave her the food and then some Advil. She told her parents all this and they were very happy someone had helped her. Later that week, she started inviting me everywhere and we eventually became best friends and then even more than that. Well, Christmas break rolls around and she left before me to go skiing with her family. I was texting her asking where she and her family were skiing. They were at a mountain not far away. I asked her how happy she would be if I came the next day. She was thrilled but thought I was blowing hot air. To her surprise, I was at her lodge the next day after a 12-hour bus ride. She couldn't believe it and her parents were impressed that I went through all that trouble. I spent the next three days skiing and going to hot springs, and then I bussed back to the university to finish my last final. Three years later, I am still with her, and her parents still highly approve of me for all the things I do for her. Not a parent, but how I won my in-laws over was pretty harrowing but funny. 
My wife and I knew each other for years, but having done the long distance thing, I didn't meet her family until we eloped. I met the in-laws the day before the wedding. Due to the madness, though, I didn't get to know them until a short while later. Visiting them for the weekend, my wife's mom said that I could help myself to anything in the fridge. Me, my wife, and her brothers went out drinking, and when I came back, they urged me to take liberties with any leftovers, which I, of course, had no problem with. Stumbling upon a bag full of bacon, that was equivocal to mana from heaven. Unbeknownst to me, though, mom-in-law had cooked it in preparation for one of her kids' graduation parties the next day. I had the misfortune of seeing her wake up, walk to the fridge, discover that I had eaten all of her bacon and start bawling. She was so stressed about the party that this was the straw that broke the mother-in-law's back. It was my first real impression on her, and I done screwed up. The rest of the fam was really cool about it, and assured me she would get over it. I felt terrible about it, though. The next time I visited them, I didn't say anything about it. Still too fresh. But I wore a shirt I made that had big, bold letters saying, Sorry I ate your bacon. We've bonded over the trauma ever since. This story is an example of what good communication can do for a relationship. I don't know about when it happened for sure, but the moment I honestly felt accepted by my significant other's family was when we had just gotten back from our very first road trip together. We drove to Miami from Houston and stayed at SeaWorld Hotel next to Universal Studios. Anyways, I was having a beer and shooting pool with her dad and grandpa, when suddenly her dad looks at me and says, You know, you're the first boyfriend to make it through a vacation with my daughter and still be in love with her when you get back. I wasn't surprised after the trip I just had, but he was right. I still loved her and that had only grown through the past vacation. He asked what the worst part was, and I told him it was when my girlfriend, his daughter, had wanted to do something and I told her no, because it wasn't a good idea. The look of utter shock on his face was unexpected, and then her grandpa chimed in, same look of shock. You told her no? Then her dad goes, and lived? Then they started laughing, and instead of asking me to get the beer, her dad handed me one. I felt respected a bit, and at the least accepted as a man within her family. Clarification on girlfriend's behavior, the reason for shock was that she had never had a boyfriend that stood up to her. They were glad I wasn't a pushover. That's all. Her mother also commented to her, she told me about it after the fact, that I had the patience of a saint. Her actions on the trip, first off, let me explain a bit. My significant other is a very high-strung individual who has had traumatic events take place in her past. No, I won't go into any more detail. She has a script now for high anxiety, legitimately attained after blood work and has regular meetings with her physician. So, imagine being with a still relatively new boyfriend. We'd only known each other for about six months, away from home, and on a very busy freeway that passes through small towns in backwoods Alabama and Florida. Very stressful for anyone. But throw in the fact that she wasn't yet on medication for her imbalance, she was having a rough time of things. Metaphorical example of the problems we fought about, until we both broke down and had a heart-to-heart at the end of the week, which is where we calmly sat and discussed what was really bothering us. We are standing in a field of yellow daisies. Sunny out. Good mild weather when she would decide the daisies should have been tulips, and that it's my fault we didn't find the right field. Again, metaphor showing how pointless the fight was, and I did not help the situation at all. When dealing with things that bother me, especially if it's someone I care for, I will put up a wall of jerk. Seriously, I get mean when I'm frustrated. She's anxious over nothing and thus adds to the storm. Not pretty. We are now settled in quite well and have been together for three years, living in the same apartment for 1.5 years. Yes, sometimes we fight over silly things, but in the end, we always find a solution to the problem and then put it into action. She's learned that when I do voice a no, it's because of a good reason and no longer questions it. In turn, I show respect and do the same. If it confuses one of us, we ask later when we're at home and calm. I love this woman, and I'm secretly working on a way to propose to her. That is all. I hope this guy marries her. I'll tell you the story of how my husband went over my dad. My dad was a... (laughs) I was about to say, my dad was a sailboat. (laughs) 